gentlemen, to episode number five of the Chasing Stanley podcast. I am your host, Dave, alongside my co-host, Tom. Tom, what's going on, bro? What's up, bro? And as always, Nick as well. Nick, what's going on, bro? What's going on, brothers? All right, so a very successful week since we last uh, recorded here. The Leafs have gone four straight, four straight wins. Um, Woo, baby. Three against the lowly Canucks, who, let's be honest, they're the Canucks. They're bad. They are horrendous. <laughs> they, they stink. Are bad. They stink. And But, you know, they had to get it done, and they got it done convincingly. I mean, that, that third game was a little bit closer, but still, they pulled ahead. And the big game uh, that we just witnessed, uh, defeating the Montreal Canadiens 4-2, uh, a big, big win after being down one nothing. The Leafs have created some distance between them and the second-place Canadians in the North Division. So a lot of good that has come out from these past couple of games. The lineup hasn't really changed that much since we last talked, um, other than a big, big loss that we had experienced in, I believe, yep, in Game 2 uh, versus Canucks. Uh, Wayne Simmons, after having such a amazing couple of games past couple of weeks finding his groove finally scoring some goals our boy unfortunately went down to a freak accident i guess you can call it and uh it was just like a dump out or something wasn't it yeah Edler was Edler was straight up dumping the puck out and when simmons hand was just his hand was just dangling there and knocked his wrist yeah and like Such just like that, horrible. Play, yeah, so six weeks. Horrible. Of course, of course, that would happen. I know. Worst time. Yeah. So I mean, Always. talking about what good he did, I mean, the guy was finally rewarded with some more ice time on the second line, with um, with Nylander and Tavares, and obviously a lot of power play time, and he's he just looked like he was finally comfortable on this team. Yep. With his role and what he had to do, and it's unfortunate, but hey, life goes on. You got to keep going with it. Um, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back soon enough. They say six weeks, but maybe sooner. We're hoping. We'll see. Um, Jason Spezza, okay. He got a hat trick in that first game. His first hat trick in a while. That guy has still that got was crazy. it. Crazy. He still got it. Yeah. He's still a. He's still a genuine pro in this league um he obviously doesn't play the minutes he used to but he, we are very excited to have him on this team because he does a lot for this team and offensively he showed his capabilities during that game that night what did you guys which goal was your favorite of jason spence's three on I, one night i like the i like the first one it was like the classic jason spence clapper just yeah amazing shot top corner it was perfect Loved all it. the vintage, vintage, vintage. Yeah, stuff. I just saw. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Was, I loved it. That was gross. But I, when he just undressed everyone on that third goal and just. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, that yeah, dangle. Oh my holy god! Holy man, that was nice. What stuff. a beauty! That was what nice a beauty! I, yeah, I, I saw a clip actually on Twitter after Joffrey Lupul scored like almost the exact same goal. They showed him side by side, and they're wearing the same number. It was weird. There's a name but it was, drop. That was I forgot about that. Yeah, that was real. Joffrey nice. Lupul. <laughs> But the clapper was unreal too. I love those. Yeah, so he's good. He's great to have on this team. Uh, he does a lot for oh, us, yeah. offensively and defensively. He doesn't doesn't play nearly the minutes he used to, but he plays 
he plays enough and plays great. And you know, yeah. it, what was surprising was in, I mean, in that first game, he had a new line mate. He had a new line mate in Nick Patan. What do you guys think of his game? I mean, that guy, I didn't even know he was, he wasn't even on the tax squad. I didn't even know <laughs> yeah, we still me had either. him. either. We, we were talking about that. I didn't even know he was still leaving either, to be honest. No idea. He was, no. no I, yeah, I thought he Probably. was an afterthought after what? He got him a <laughs> yeah. few years ago, played him one game, yeah. sent him down. And, yeah. Just healthy yeah. scratch the guy all the time. He's irrelevant. I could have sworn he went somewhere, but maybe I, I could have been wrong. I don't even Never know. went anywhere. Yeah. Stayed here. He just stayed, stayed here. Buried. He stayed here. He probably played rot. his best game that I can remember as a leaf for sure. Like, I, I don't remember ever noticing him like, like yeah, he was that buzzing, game. man. I remember that game. Yeah. That fourth line was just on fire with, of course, he, my boy Boyd. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Boyd. Yeah. It. We'll get to Boyd, but Patan, um, he played 11 minutes that game. And he got an assist. The nice little sauce on Spetz's goal there, eh? Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a real nice, sauce. actually, yeah. Nice. So, like, Patan, uh, he's making a case stay in the lineup, and he's been in the lineup since that game. So, I mean, he's making the coaches, uh, the coach's job hard by, uh, you know, other guys who have to I find a way to stay in the lineup. He he came out one of the games uh, and bare Yeah, the, when they in, went but... when they went seven and eleven, I think. I think he was out that game. Yeah, I yeah, he wrong, did. Huh? He did come out one game where Baron Banoff came in and stunk up the joint, so they knew not to make that mistake again. <laughs> yeah, he. I. I. I think his his uh, audition has to be over. To be honest, how many he's, games he's are you gonna get? He's not offering anything. You're like, you're like a quarter of the way through the season. You're gonna. You know what I mean, man, I I had high hopes coming into the season for Baron Banoff, and jeez, man, he is just. Nothing. He's nothing. He stinks. There's nothing. Yeah, he's not good. He can't. He, he's not the fastest skater. He can't pass. He can't shoot. Uh, he can't even dump the puck in. He falls whenever no. someone comes around him. He yeah. is. It's bad. Ooh, he has, really bad, bad. He has trouble is, dumping yeah. the puck in for sure. I'm at a loss for words with that. He and, can't even dump. And like the we puck talked in. about, like we talked about, like previously, like all these other guys are actually coming in and playing well. So I don't see how you can play him over anybody else. To be honest. Yeah, he's like def- how how is he gonna get more time over these other guys? He's definitely the odd man out um, out of that. Yeah, group, I, I trying think to so. cycle in with the fourth liners. Um, but Patan's in there, and he's gonna stay in there for foreseeable future. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Nick, yeah, I'll he, let you take the reins on um, on your boy Boyd. Now, what's he doing for oh, this team? Man. How is he helping this team? Because he's helping. He's doing a lot for this team. All I got to say is I, I get happy when I see Boyd is in the lineup. Right? When he's scratched, <laughs> it makes me so sad. But when he's in there, that means that fourth line is buzzing. They're, they're so effective when he's in the lineup. And he doesn't even get that much playing time. But he's so noticeable when he's on the ice. He just plays the game the right way. The way a fourth liner exactly. should play. Exactly. And somehow, because they do so well in their own end and they're able to drive and and go in on the rush like this guy is in their end grinding setting up passes just the guy's getting points almost every game which is i mean you don't expect that from your fourth line but when no. you're getting it you're getting it and yeah he yeah. just seems to be gelling with spezza yeah them too and whoever else is on that wing and obviously yeah. patan right now is looking like the guy and that fourth those three are yeah, clicking. that could be that could be the line that fourth line no, set, it's good it's, man it's, they look good it feels like it's set in stone right now that fourth line I mean, I know. Well, we talked we talked about like the rotation and everything, but I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I think Barabanov's got to be done. Yeah. So yeah. he might be out of it. Yeah. And Engvall's in right now with uh, <laughs> Simmons out, right? So and maybe and, when he gets and after back, Engvall might rotate in there, but I don't know. Yeah, and after after seeing uh, 
Ed Engvall's shaky performance today. He's definitely the next oh, guy. Oh, man. Out. He looked rough. He just, there was a bunch of players that didn't look very good today. Like, Tavares in the first period, I, I thought he was horrible. Yeah, Tavares was... He looked real bad. Yeah, Tavares was a, a little bit uh He was giving uneasy. up the puck a lot. Yeah. And um, you know what woke him up when, when Weber sat on his face in the, oh, in the second period. He was gushing like blood. what... Yeah, and oh, just forearms That's straight a... to the ice. Oh his my head. god! Just scraping his oh. nose on the ice, like, and and eventually what ended up happening, he came back and he was buzzing as soon as he came out. He did the concussion protocol where he had to stay out for fifteen minutes, but yeah, um, he came back and he was he was a bit of a, a spark for the Leafs there, uh, energy wise to keep them going and keep the pressure on against uh, against the Habs. So. Um, that fourth line, you, you would say is set in stone. The, the third line now, the third line is a bit of hot and cold. Um, we have Kerf, Kerfoot, McKayev, and VC there. Um, it, it, it could really go either way with, the, with this line. Um, I feel like McKayev is starting. That's when to... Simmons is in the lineup though. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. But they, but they so also. So when he's out, who. <laughs> It doesn't look so good. Well, they had that one game. The game after Simmons got hurt, they dressed uh, 11 forwards in 7D. So yeah. it was just cycling whoever was playing better to play with Nylander and Tavares or you, you yeah. double shift Marner or Matthews or whatever you have to do. But um, yeah. yeah, Kerfoot and VC. I mean, we're, we're, we're very critical of those two anytime they're playing. Um. I, I don't know, Mikhaev. It, it when they're on, me. when they're on, they're on. I think for me, those two guys, that line when that third line like, is is on. Oh it's yeah, a good third line. No. Yeah, when when the, everybody was like when Simmons was in the lineup, those two games when they obviously Vancouver's not the greatest team, like that's mm-hmm. been shown in against us and uh, Montreal. But when Simmons was in the lineup, that third line was moving, and they were all like quick guys. I don't know. They they. Didn't seem to have any problems, but ever since Simmons was out and they moved McKayev up, uh, that line doesn't look the greatest, to be honest. It looks yeah, bad. Simmons, like, that injury really kind of screws up our bottom six a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Simmons was the glue on that third line. So, he really was. Yeah. I mean, I've been very critical of VC, but just watching his effort, like, even tonight, he was invisible again. And yeah, he's he not had very the good. lowest amount of ice time yeah. Yeah. for uh, yeah. Toronto forward, so... Actually, for the whole team, he played the lowest amount of minutes, which is good. Which is good because he's been getting his opportunity, and even though he's been sleeping, he's been playing every shift, every game. But and you know what? Maybe yeah. finally, maybe that's finally, maybe think, that's the uh, key for VC. Maybe he doesn't need that much yeah. ice. Maybe he just needs that those little those those shorter um, those less minutes in order for him to deliver at the best of his ability. Because if you give him more minutes then obviously maybe he's i don't know too tired or he's just not capable of it or whatever but maybe less minutes is the key for this guy and and he can deliver that way so it looked like tonight he i mean he was invisible but there were a few plays where he He wasn't horrible but like the whole team didn't look very good for the majority of the game against montreal yeah Yeah, the puck was puck was bouncing everywhere and like we've said it a hundred times that when the Leafs score a goal, they can score two, three, four, and in, in mm-hmm. what they scored two in 11 seconds the other night and two in 45 seconds tonight or something like that yeah. to win the game basically. Well, just crazy. Cause they, sh- they didn't deserve to win either game. Really? No, they, they got heavily outshot both games and they were outplayed for the majority of both those games. 
well, the last two games you, they played. You can argue that that during this game against Montreal, especially, and I think it's the more important game to talk about because the Vancouver's Vancouver yep. and they stink. But um, yeah. at least with at least with <laughs> Mon- at least with Montreal, they they faced the, and what have we been saying in the past Montreal, couple of, yeah. of episodes? The, this this team, the difference between this team this year and years prior, they face adversity and they overcome it a lot more yeah. than they did past years. And they were down one nothing, yeah. playing like absolute ass, like we were saying. Yep. Tom, you were ready to call it in. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I you were just frustrated. Know, was just yeah, bad. yeah, the yeah. Like they couldn't complete a pass. It was horrible. So it was, but like it wasn't like Montreal was dominating either. They weren't playing well either. It was exactly. Just a, it was a it was a bad first exactly. period and a half probably. And I mean that well, like even the first goal wasn't even like a I don't know. It was just a soft goal really. Well, what I like about should have been zero zero. You you and you talk and we're we're talking about a team coming back like persevering and and overcoming adversity. Anderson played a just a solid game after letting in that crappy first goal. He He's the reason we won the last two games. Exactly. Pretty much. He kept 100%. us in it until the end and then woke up in the third. Yeah. And 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 also goes back to that fourth line. That fourth line showed signs of life during that, that stretch where they played where they were playing horrible. Um they had that one I think that one play where I think it was Patan in front oh Boyd in front of the net and he totally whiffed on the puck. Like that was just <laughs> that happens. Yeah, I guess that's the book on Boyd. He's not gonna be able to score the easy ones. It's got the Hyman curse. Um, hey, leave my boy alone, buddy. <laughs> buddy, uh, but they they were they were active. They were they were putting pressure on in front of the you know in front of the net in, in Montreal zone and and then second period starts and it was almost all Toronto that period. They were getting the chances, they were getting the shots. Uh, they had a few power plays. So again, overcoming adversity, knowing that yeah we're down. Let's go, boys. Let's 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 kick it up a notch because this is ridiculous. Yeah. We shouldn't be losing right now. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're playing the game the right way, just trying hard, hard on pucks, uh, generating offensive chances, playing decent in your own end, like that's yeah. all we ask for as fans. Yeah. And the knock on this team, and which we've been stressing from the start of this podcast, is just the inconsistency. One mm-hmm. period, we are the greatest team in the universe. <laughs> the next period, we are yeah. the absolute worst team in the NHL. And it's... When do we start to find that balance? I mean, we don't have much to complain about. We're sitting pretty. First place in the entire NHL. Yeah. Like we're grasping at straws here. <laughs> but really we just want to – we're letting the world know we see trends. It, it, and when the it, going gets tough, man, like we just – I just want to see us continue it, man. But, it, I mean, it's, hey, it's t- we've got it, the yeah. skill to win, right? We've got the skill to win every night. It's just that we have the will. And right now they're pulling it out, man. They're – and they only got to show up for 20 minutes out of 60, and we seem to be winning games. But, that, again, don't push your luck. Yeah. Don't push your luck. And That's what the crazy part about the last two games was. Like, we saw the first two games against Vancouver. They completely dominated. Yeah. Like, it, it looked like they oh, were going to yeah. score 50 goals. Yeah. Dummied and like that's what, over the ice. When you see them play like that, you want them to play like that every game. But you realize, like, obviously Vancouver is not the best team defensively. And, you know, it just – and then you see the game after that, the third game against Vancouver when – they couldn't do anything, and then all of a sudden they scored two goals in 11 seconds, and they win the game. Same thing happened tonight, kind of. It was the same kind of game as the the last Vancouver game, but then they score one goal, and their legs start moving, and then all of a, they get all these chances, and they score another goal. It's, it's it's weird. I don't know why they don't start out like that and just take a quick lead all the time, but 
Well, realistically, realistically, an NHL team isn't going to win every single game. No, obviously. And and but it's just it's it's frustrating because you know you see what they're capable of, right? That's what I mean. And the fact that we've watched some shitty hockey for the last like fifteen years as as Leaf fans, yeah, you yeah. see the way this team can be. Oh, you just yeah. want it all every night. So you get like. You almost get down when you see them play bad, and you're like, "What are you doing? Like, you're way better than this." But they're you're right there. You know, <laughs> it just it's just frustrating. That's all I was when we were talking earlier during the game. I was just I couldn't handle it because you know how they can play, but they weren't playing that way. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 at the but the, but like we're saying, at the end of the day, they're pulling it off and they're making it happen. Yeah. And um, you know, the the lineup is starting to take shape with um, with Simmons out and but. You do have Thornton coming back. He, he yeah. looks like he's on his way back. It's going to be interesting to see when he comes back. What do you do? You know? I I think I heard I heard him like maybe a week or two, something possibly. I when did I? And that's what I think he's on LTIR. I think right? I, yeah. I think I, I think yeah. after Ottawa, the Ottawa miniseries kind of thing. Now what do you? The next game against Montreal, maybe. Now what do you do here? So you have this lineup you have on Wednesday night versus Montreal, where they get the win. <laughs> Let's. Hypothetically, say that this lineup stays on Saturday night the way it is, and then they get Ottawa Monday night again. What do they do if, let's say, Thornton comes back? Maybe he doesn't come back next week, but let's say that lineup is there. Who comes out, and and what happens to the lineup? Do you throw him back on Angle the top line right away? Comes like, out. Yeah, I know, right? Because what do you he's do? Not going to be conditioned to play twenty plus what minutes do you do? right away in your first game back. So, where else does he slot in? Because he's only ever played with Matthews and Marnard, right? And you don't want to split uh, up the, that you, fourth I, line. I wouldn't want to take Patan out or Boyd. No, the fourth line will stay. I think Engvall comes out, McCabe yeah. drops back down, and yeah. I, I think it goes back to the way it was. To be honest, like I know what you mean. Might not be full condition for an NHL game, but like he's still going to be skating in practice obviously before he gets into his first game. So I can't, he can't, so be... are you putting, are you slotting Hyman in with Tavares and Nylander? Or are you I, bumping I, him back to the third? Uh, I, I think you have to. Yeah. I think you have to. I don't know. I don't see how else you do it. I don't know. It's difficult. It'll be interesting to see it for sure. It's difficult to see now, but you know, eventually he's going back up with Matthews and Martin. Yeah. Like, that's for sure. the game plan. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It's, it's even though Hyman's the Hyman's the man right now. Like that guy, he's been involved in so many of the goals this past week. But Hyman's through his hard work and everything. Yeah, and it's beauty because Hyman he has no ego. Doesn't matter. He can mm-hmm. go first, second, third, fourth. He doesn't care. He's he's on this yeah, he, team. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna be here for the next whatever years, hopefully for the rest of his career. Until he retires. And yeah. So hopefully. you're you you know that he's gonna be in a position that you can put him anywhere. You can do anything yep. with him. So you have, again, you put Thornton on that first line or that second line just to get amalgamated with the game again and, and the pace of the game or third or whatever. I don't know. Um, but then Robinson comes back. Now, Robinson's got to fight for Yeah, but his. he was not. Yeah. He's got to fight for his spot now. I he mean, might be shit out of luck. But that's what I'm if saying. If Boyd keeps playing good and, and – if Boyd and Patam keep playing good, I don't think you, you don't mess it up because they're – they really haven't – Played a bad game since they've been together. No, it's only been like what three games, 
They have still. I, st- I still think um, I still think Keith is going to rotate that fourth line in. Yeah, and yeah, one me or, too. One or two yeah. guys every game. Yeah. Give Spezza but, the odd night off. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. just been playing so good that he can't give Spezza a night off right yeah, now. No. We need him, and he wins. Yeah, the guy wins exactly. like over ten draws a night too, which so is huge for your team. Like is, we understand yeah, how big faceoffs are for money your team. for us right now. For yeah. for me, if you want to get VC going, hey VC, take get a him seat. Out. Take a yeah, seat. yeah. Watch hey. from up top. You gotta watch I, a game I, from up top. I like see that. How I could see I that happening. That I could see that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why not, man? Good... We have tons, tons of guys. We haven't seen much of Anderson, right? but like, I can't see him being mm-hmm. much better Brooks than those other guys either. Yeah. You got Anderson. Yeah. You got Brooks. Barabanov, please don't come back in. Yeah, yeah I don't. I'm done with him. I think I haven't seen him do anything like where I'm like, oh, a nice player, like you know, good. Like he didn't look good ever. He didn't sure. look horrible, but like he doesn't look like Patan and Boyd are actually he's like nothing. doing stuff. He, you know what I mean? He's nothing. He's not. He's even he doesn't win battles in the corner. He doesn't do any of that stuff. So it's like, is there a reason why you keep you know trying this hard to get him going? No, but like, yeah. I'd love to see more Josh Anderson, right? Yeah. I want to see what this kid's all about. I want to see more Brooks. Brooks, he sniped when he played one game. Like, come on. <laughs> he went off his. He went off his, his butt. There. <laughs> yeah. Let's score that goal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but to have that. but to have Joe but to, to get Joey <laughs> yeah. Anderson in there would be nice to see because he's you know, he's a young guy and he still hasn't had the opportunity just, just to see what he can do. Um, with a little bit more ice, but again, it's it's hard because you can't change a good thing. Yeah, there's so many guys that are playing well. Being broke, don't fix it. Okay, yeah. so and now when Simmons comes back, like then, then there's your there's your possibly your your VC out of the lineup, or there is your poss your most likely Patan out of the lineup, because these guys all got to slot back in. Um, the mm-hmm. the one thing about Robinson I want to say is I don't think the Leafs have it in their plans to put him on the fourth line. Like he's a guy that should no. contribute offensively, right? So I think yep. they yep. eventually they want him to play. It's second or third line eventually i mean in a perfect world because mikhaev's kind of hot and cold scored tonight which was huge for that for him um huge in a perfect world he slots in that second line with Tavares and elander and adds to the speed of that line and that yeah with a wicked shot and he works with... hard like he, yeah he works in the corners and he's a lot yeah. smaller than yeah most of the guys on the ice though but he's still but that could be goes. your that could be your speed line your 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 work your you know your workhorse scoring line where you have a guy with a shot with speed, with Nylander with the skill that he has, and then Tavares obviously with the skill that he has, and that mm-hmm. can be a really good line. But realistically, Robinson's not going to come in here and steal that spot. So no, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. I think when Thor, I was just thinking about when Thornton comes back, I could see Hyman staying there and him going with Tavares and Nylander because then it might. But that might be a little bit slow. But Tavares isn't the fastest guy either, you know what I mean? So it might work mm-hmm. out better. I don't know. It'll it's, be. It'll be. I don't know. I just want to see him back in the lineup. It'll be interesting to see and see um, what he can do. And we have we haven't really talked about the big boys um, before tonight. Matthews and Marner are both on their own little streaks. Uh, Matthews mm-hmm. had a goal streak that was going that did end tonight, unfortunately. But whatever, the guy's been a stud all year. And yeah. uh, same with Marner. He had a point streak that also ended tonight. The silver lining is that you had your you had your your secondary scoring, or you had your other guys scoring goals for them. It wasn't always these guys against a yeah, team like, like Montreal, right? Yeah. So you know, Matt, Matt, all all of yeah. them was their first goals. 
Yeah. This year at least, and and they said two of them was their first goal in over a year. Yeah. Dermot so, and uh, so Dermot and McKe- Dermot with the McKeev, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful shot. Uh, McKeev, yeah. you know, has been he's been working the past couple of games to a lot harder, and he's been in the dirty areas to get those goals, and he finally got one of those dirty goals, which is great. Yeah. And then you have um, you have a guy like um, you have a guy like uh, uh, Justin Hall, absolutely ripping one top corner. Yeah, that was a bomb. Oh yeah, hammer time, baby. So it's it's something that like that you want to see out of your team. You want to see different guys score and different guys contributing. So even though Matthews and Marner didn't score score a point, well Matthews had one assist, but. For those big guys to not score points this game, they still won four two. That's amazing for you. That is a yeah to have that secondary it really scoring is. And, to, and to have the D chipping in with goals too. I mean, yeah, that that's even bigger. I think your defensemen getting on the board because yeah, that's like they were saying, want. Montreal has like eleven goals from defensemen, and we only had like three or four. But and that's what and that's good to get and that's what D. completes a team. You have everyone working, everyone balance. buying into the team. You have that balance, buying into the buying into the system, which you have to do in order to succeed. And everyone is contributing, and that's what you want from a championship yeah, team. Good. That's what we expect of these guys this year. We we it's all Paul, our, it, Paul's really uh, like not surprised me, but he's playing a lot better than I was expecting, and he's playing really good. We th- we throw Hall for Norris jokes all the time. <laughs> Um, well, what's what's amazing is that I didn't expect this from Hull. We were actually hoping that Lettinen was going to be the guy who can move yeah, into the true. top four. Yeah, he, right? Absolutely. He was yeah. supposed to be yeah. it. And now, I mean, he's... Hall said, I mean, Hall said so watch I was this. Getting, yeah, I was getting ready to <laughs> criticize Keith for throwing Dermot in coming off that quick injury that he had because Lettinen was finally starting to get some legs under him, but... Go figure, Dermot scores and uh, <laughs> makes Keith look but, like a genius. But right? you th- but, uh, I think, think it ab- ended up being the game. W- oh, no. yeah. But you think it's about the- you think about Dermot and and getting him in the lineup. Do you think it's something like that? Do you think they're kind of shopping him a little bit, showcasing him, showcasing yeah, him a little bit? Maybe not shopping. Trade. Showcasing is the right word because um, now you have things that are happening with you know players are requesting trades from teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the report that uh, you know the Leafs are looking for a, a winger. You know that the, for me, I don't think they need to pick up any any more forwards to be honest, because you know they have enough depth on this team right now. But yeah, um, I mean, if the price is right, I mean, I, yeah, it, it might make sense. It's like we talked about the Kerfoot for uh, Sam Bennett, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Bennett. Yeah. Like that, I could see that happening and wouldn't be mad about it. But like. They're not going to be picking up anybody. They don't have any money to do anything. Yeah, but they have to exactly. send some out. You know what I mean? Exactly. There have to be something moving out, and nobody on the bottom six is worth anything except for Kerfoot, really. Exactly. So he's the yeah. only one making any sort of money. Everybody else is what a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So I, like think, he, I think Dermot is more showcasing for for the expansion draft because you know what? Mm-hmm. They're praying that. They don't yeah. go after Hole, right? You want them That's to take true. Dermot, not Hole, because if Hole, if we don't protect Hole, he's gonna go. Justin's going bye bye with this season, man. Yeah. He's just played yeah. himself out of Toronto. Yeah, yeah. he's under contract for next year too. Yeah, 
at a reasonable two mil. Yeah, it's true. And playing yeah. in top four minutes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they got to figure out a way to protect him. But with all the forwards we have, it's it's going to be hard to. And that's we're going to lose someone. So I think maybe they're playing Dermot more just to say, hey, look, here he's you go. better. He's Jump better. Take him. Take him. He's better, but he's really not. But he's not. Nice. <laughs> um, do it's it. funny. Take him. It's no. it's funny Dang. because the 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 Vegas expansion dra expansion draft. We didn't have a lot to worry about because no. a lot of our we protected have... players, we didn't really need to protect them because they were young guys anyway. So we, we were saved by that. But now our guys are older. We're going to have to start protecting those players. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see how, how the expansion draft for Seattle is going to work out with that. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do yeah. an expansion draft teaser. Yeah. Uh... Later in the year, oh, for once sure. we do oh, all our 100%. research and get it going, but we are going to lose a guy like Hole, or we're going to lose a guy like Robertson, probably. If yeah. We don't protect him. Yeah. Stuff. Like we're going to lose a good player. Yeah. We're definitely going to lose a good player. So we're, yeah. we're, we'll we'll look into that a little bit deeper to see who we're actually um, who is actually yeah. going to be out of contract, so we, we won't have even have to worry about uh, protecting yeah, them. Um, that's it, again, that's far away. It's it's. It's exciting in the NHL to have uh, uh, those expansion drafts. It's cool to see another team come in, uh, but at the yeah. expense of us. Uh, one more thing before we uh, kind of switch gears. Um, the last game against Vancouver, they finally put our boy in. They put Rasmus in. Rasmus Sandin yep. finally got uh, into the lineup. Uh, albeit... What, he played five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> he played five minutes that night. I, I mean, it's. I still don't know. I don't know what what we're doing. Uh, it's, you know, Bogosian's great, but again, you don't need to play him every night because he doesn't have to play. But he's been playing pretty consistently. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they they don't want to showcase him for the expansion draft. <laughs> like, who knows? Maybe they don't want him to play. Yeah, at all. And, and he comes in and he gets and, an, he gets an assist. Because they're gonna in have to protect him if he plays well. Five minutes of hockey, and he gets his. He, who knows? He gets an who assist. knows, so, man? But that's a good point too, Tom. Maybe that. Maybe they don't want to showcase no him. I'm just. Who no, knows? You never if, know. If it's right? the other way around and you're showcasing, maybe maybe there's teams. That, well, I can't see them doing that. But you don't want to lose a guy like that when you know. Yeah, but you're he expecting might, him to be he, what he's he, you know expected to be. He might also be protected too. I'm I'm not sure if he because he is a he. Because well, anybody with a no movement clause, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So he might be. Protected, yeah, there's a bunch I... of different clauses that like. Yeah. Because you have to, you have yeah. to, you have to protect the guys that all have no movement clauses. So I'm sure that's Tavares, I'm Matthews, Marner. I don't know about Riley or Muzzin or those guys. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, because you can either do seven forwards and three defensemen, or and one goalie, or eight skaters and one goalie. So. And, uh, well, you're definitely going to protect Riley anyway. We'll get into another. But yeah. It's going to be Riley, yeah. Brody, Muzzin, yeah. I would think. Yeah. So right away. I mean, it's it's uh and, and yeah, coming, it's, it's coming back yeah. to the uh, coming back to the sort of transaction period or or losing players or trading players and all that. Uh, something I came across um, involving uh, my boy Pierre Engvall. Um, he's, he's in a, he's, yeah, he didn't have his best game tonight, but still, um, he's in a bit of deep water with the leaves and the Leafs in terms of his, uh, contract and his availability, availability, basically Engvall can only play three more games until he loses his waiver exemption status. So basically what that means is after those three games, well, to after tonight, now two games, he can be picked up by any team when he's demoted to the taxi squad. 
So he doesn't have waiver exemption anymore. Wow. So with all these Leaf players looking to crack the lineup, you know, he can be in and out of the lineup pretty quickly and onto another team without us even knowing. Do you think someone's going to take him? I don't know, but it, it. But then you wonder why wouldn't you try to at least trade him? He's interesting trade bait, speedy, sizable winger uh, that can help out what your are you bottom gonna get six. For him? I don't mm-hmm. know. He's it's a, but he's like, he's got a bargain contract. There's teams Seth out there. There's teams out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But there's teams out there. I'm just saying. There's teams out there that need a guy like that. Sorry to say. Like. Hey, yeah. yeah. Uh, Edmonton, he, Edmonton is he, awful. He, Vancouver's he, awful. This guy is a serviceable look, guy. He's, maybe on a fourth He's not going to make your team like that much better. But yeah, I can see what you mean. There's teams that want you know a third, fourth line guy that works hard every night. But. But you, I don't but, know. I, I can't see. I can't see a team really like. Picking him up when there's all kinds of guys that get put on waivers that don't get picked up. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Has you, to work with, within their have, team and everything. You have a bit of an asset in him where yeah, he's yeah. got a bargain of a contract. And it, it just seems like a loss of an opportunity if he gets put on waivers and someone picks him up. That's basically what I'm getting at with this. So yeah. um, we'll see what happens with that. I don't know if, that, if that's Look, even... I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be like sad if that happened. I would be a little bit <laughs> like, sad because I wouldn't I, be like, I have, too, like I, I kind of like him too, but I wouldn't be like, oh man. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. I wouldn't be like crushed by so it. So it's not. Yeah. It's just right, right now we have an abundance of guys, right? But come next yeah. year when all these contracts are up, yeah, then you're wishing you had an Engvall to yeah. fill out your fourth line exactly. next year, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So yeah. who knows? Who knows what will happen with that? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of transition into the rest of the NHL as well. Um, so wait a second before we go there. Yep. We didn't talk about something that happened in the, the Leafs first game with Vancouver when Wayne oh, Simmons yeah. fought fought um Jordy Ben. Jordy oh god, ben. yeah. <laughs> that was unreal. <laughs> he looked like he was fighting in the UFC. He had those hilarious. He had those arm, Goodness, oh, arm elbow blocks. Blocking with the elbows and just Dude, he was doing a Dustin Poirier with those friggin' oh, elbow blocks and then just unreal. popping them. What's funny about Ben wanted none of it. What's funny yeah, about that is is a, a few nights later, I forget which game it was. I was watching a game. It was two Western teams. I think a guy on the Ducks and someone else. They were in a fight as well, and he was doing the same thing with his arms. He was, was doing it, the. Oh, he, lear- he, he learned. He learned it from Wayne. From Wayne. He learned it from Wayne. Or so yeah. with all, the, I have yeah. never in my life seen that. Before. Not in a hockey yeah, fight. The way either. he was doing it, never. it was crazy. It was so. Oh, it was nuts. We, we like all texted each other after, and we're like, "Oh my god, did you see that fight on in the block? Did you see his hands? Like, <laughs> it was amazing. Did you see that? That was insane. It's so. Oh, fu- yeah, and it's good. It's so funny how, in a league that basically has no more fighting in it, like. Basically, there's no fights anymore. Yep. There Wayne really is the only one fighting. There's got to be less than ten. Well, fighting he's only had two, but year. yeah. And he's got two of them. So maybe there's been five fighting majors, maybe, and he's got two of them. So it's like we have that guy, and never in like the past couple of years you would say if there was a he team in the Corey NHL Perry tonight. Oh, he would have dropped him oh, after yeah. that. If there was a team in the NHL that has the fighter on it. It would be the Leafs. Uh, you wouldn't say that a few years ago, but we have them this year. So it just adds to the and, grit that we've yeah, been looking for and all Vegas. these years. Um, Ryan so Reeves. Get that wrist fix. Okay. Get that wrist fix. Practice those, yeah, uh, those blocks see, and come back I, and pound some faces. If I see another boarding play like Corey Perry just did to Justin Hall, who could have put him out for yeah. a couple months with that hit against the boards oh. like that, 
he was like at least two feet away the boards drilled him into the boards hall thank god he's uh he's a he's a beast and he didn't get hurt but um it's the flow the flow the, be flow the best the part was the, the best part was Corey, Corey perry's next shift i'm pretty sure he kind of got tangled up with Marner or Hyman in, fr in front of their net and went in the boards like awkward, and I think he yeah. got hurt. Yeah, so the hockey gods... He like, himself because he was trying to cheap he, yeah, shot he, at somebody. He looked yeah. like... Yeah, the hockey like gods answered more for than that one. Anybody so else got hurt. Yeah. We didn't have Simmons to help us out, but the the hockey gods answered, and Karma, yeah. Karma's a bitch. The it was just god, funny. The flow gods came back. <laughs> the to flow get him. gods. <laughs> Hall's got some of the best flow in the league right oh, now. Unreal, that man. guy has so his hair is so long. Will Willie's flow just the looks mate. awful. Awful. Do you see him on the it's bench like, with his bucket off? Why is he like straight <laughs> down? So thick. There's no like. It's so thick and straight. <laughs> I've never seen hair like that before. And his bucket sits on yeah. top of the hair. He's got better, it's unbelievable. He's got better oh, hair. So he's funny. got better hair than most chicks out there. And his mustache. Yeah, Who's absolutely. he trying to be? Is he trying to be Austin with that mustache? <laughs> what mustache? It guaranteed they have a bet. Guaranteed they have a bet going on or something with their their dusters. I'm sorry. He's got a light dusting on him. With all the with a light <laughs> dust. You can lick that off, dude. He's got nothing there. Guy seasoned his upper lip. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. With all with all the, with all the beauty beards and facial hair in the NHL, it's hard to argue how stylish Matthew's Matthew's uh, uh, mustache is. Right duster. Now. Yeah. That guy's he duster is is and, and it's not. I don't even think it's 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 just so. It's unlike any any anything I've seen in the NHL. You don't see those wonder, no those Mexican I, or those Latin type mustaches that he has because his I mom wonder is if he has it to take the him. focus off his off his forehead that's turning to a seven head slowly. <laughs> slowly, hey, his hair. You mean his? Hey, you mean his five head? With his bucket on. That's <laughs> I would too if I had those yeah. hands, man. I'd just be. People just can't stop looking at his mustache because his forehead just keeps yeah, moving takes, back. Takes the you know, attention he's off had his mustache now for almost two years, it's been. Yeah, I think long, maybe longer. But, uh, man, I can't go back to seeing it. I don't even remember what he looked like without uh, a mustache. He looks like a, a, a baby. Don't shave it. Yeah. Leave it, Matthew. If he shaves that thing, we're not even going to know who he is. He can't because no. he's so yeah. sick with it. He's dirty. He and he knows. He knows he's going to keep know. it for that reason because he just feels – it gives yeah. him all the confidence in the world's beauty. Cole's got the flow gods and yeah. Matthew's got the mustache gods. <laughs> and, and one more thing. During one of those Vancouver games, uh, they rocked those beautiful retro jerseys again. Oh, again, yeah. Those – I love, love it. Just love yep. it. It's getting better and better. They look phenomenal, man. Yeah. They look phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I like them a lot. From from us, from us, kind of. A lot being of people like, don't, eh. but I like them. Yeah, but a lot of people don't. Have when we first, so. yeah, when we first saw them, we were all kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like even the logo, like the leaf was like, yeah, but. Yeah, but that leaf logo is a formal it. logo that they used to have, so they you know yeah. they kind of apply it that way, but. That's that's mm -hmm. that's pretty good in, in in what it is. So the Leafs, uh, you know, they're they're on a bit of a streak here. They're eight one and one, if I'm correct, in the last uh, uh, yep. ten games. Yep. Uh, that is more than you can ask for, really. So yep. uh, they got really. Montreal again on Saturday night, uh, and then they have a three game set with the Sens. That Sens series kind of not it doesn't scare me, but. You hope that they don't. You'd hope that they it don't like. Scare you. No, it doesn't. You just you just they're hope worse that than they, Vancouver. Oh, they're terrible. But you hope that they don't just like kind of take it easy on yeah. them, and then all of a sudden yeah, just lose the mean. game like three. It, all, two it always have. We're used to that. Yeah, we're used and, to yeah, beating good teams and losing to bad teams. Competition. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so just shifting gears a little bit. Um, something I want to talk about uh, that's going on in the NHL. Um, 
the first thing I want to talk about is just the, the, the penalties and the inconsistency with these refs. Um, mm-hmm. And this isn't us complaining, oh, the Leafs get no calls or the Leafs get a... no, no, this is going on across just the league. And you go back. I'm going to talk quickly about the uh, Carolina-Columbus game from Sunday afternoon. When um, when uh, uh, John Torello challenged one of the goals, a go-ahead goal for offside, didn't get the challenge, even though it looked offside. Got a penalty mm-hmm. because if you challenge and lose it, you get a delay of game penalty. Yeah. And while they had a penalty at the end of the period, the refs came over and said, listen, we made him. They, I think they got a call from the war room in Toronto. And the refs went to Tortorella and said, listen, uh, we made a mistake, so we're going to take away the penalty. And then Tortorella is like, you're going to take away the penalty, but what about the goal? I was like, oh, no, we can't take away the goal. So it's just, what's the point? Yeah. What what do you guys do? Uh, it makes and, and it's that kind of oh they dropped the ball huge yeah they, they tried but yeah it's yeah, gonna be terrible. mistakes made for sure but yeah it's awful but that's something you don't want to can't have... have that in the playoffs or anything like later on in the season and it, but, even now every point matters but like but that's what I mean it's a shortened season did they end up you winning the game you can't make those mistakes do you know do you know why it happened though do you know did you hear the full on story of how no. they made that mistake so it was the I'm not gonna call, I'll just call him the TV guy or the camera guy. Whoever was watching the video, it was someone in the head office who – he doesn't speak. He's just playing the video, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, mm-hmm. They're in the war room. Yep. The other guys are making the calls. Yep. And he saw it from one angle, a guy who normally never speaks, and he just – he blurted out something like, oh, nah, that's – He's like, what? yeah, that's a good goal. Really? And the ref heard that. Through the, through the headset? Took off his headset, skated over, and because of the COVID protocols – the guy in the penalty box was cleaning the headset as the officials in the war room were like, no, 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 get him back, get him oh, back on no the ice, get, get the ref back. What? And so they ended up making the call while this guy's cleaning the headset, all because some guy in the war room who does not get paid to speak, yeah, opened up his mouth and just murmured something into the mic, just like, oh, yeah, that's a good No that's way. Crazy. That's crazy. He scored at yeah, he scored at the end of the that's exactly what happened. He scored at the end. Yeah, of, it's crazy. It was just a yeah, just perfect uh, storm of events. That's he crazy. scored near the. Uh, I didn't hear all that. Se- he yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, to make it four three yeah. at the end of the second, Columbus did end up losing that uh, game six five in regulation. So I won. And that's yeah, that's what I mean. That's a what if what if Columbus misses out if by a point miss. or what if they exactly. you, you know you can't. And I mean, you're not going to put a whole season on one play, but it's just that sh- that stuff shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, in these divisions where every like point, four point swings, right? Every point, every counts. point mm-hmm. counts, and uh, the, it's looking like you're going to have your one or two teams that run away in the division, and the rest are going to be right there together. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. That's what it's we see to look it every like. year. We always think when the season starts, oh, nobody's going to be close in points. It'll all be separated, but. You when you win those games and everyone gets a point from the shootout or the OT, like it's it's tough, man. It comes down to the wire. Somehow yeah. it always works out where some team is gonna get screwed or miss out by two points, and you're gonna remember those games where you yep. should have won and you didn't, and then yeah, is what it is. Yeah. So and and just with the calls, sometimes the calls are a little bit and and one like you know Kerfoot has gotten. 89 penalties in the last like three games Jeez, like he man. keeps getting penalties uh and and it just makes you wonder about the inconsistency with the penalty calling we had one game where um there was a call every you know every couple minutes there was a penalty call and then the next game there was barely any penalties so yeah no and kerfoot got 
nailed from behind yeah. on the numbers, yeah. remember? Dude. Just crushed. How, he no could have got injured for like no a call. long time. He broke his for neck. that penalty. That was the cleanest no hit from behind I've ever seen. And, no puck, nothing. Just yeah, crushed. And, and then he taps a guy on the hands. Not even on the hands. Like it right right after that same with, period. With, with one hand on his stick and gets a slashing penalty. Like what? Are you are you trying to help the players like cuz all the NHL wants right now is goals right they're loving these high scoring games it's exciting for everybody but like player safety is supposed to be something too right like that hit from Kerfoot I can't believe that wasn't a penalty yeah you, I was yeah I was or surprised. at least it wasn't looked at in a 5k that's what fine I mean. after something yeah that's what I, I, I was going to say like I, I I thought it was for sure going to be looked at but who knows it's kind of messed up. Well, apparently up. it's it's not just our division, right? Because these no, refs it's a, it's all stay within league. the same division yeah, because league. of COVID and everything. But apparently around the league, the word is like it's, the players actually have no clue what a penalty is or isn't. There it is. How are you this supposed year to? the officiating has been so just off the board, man. Like, it's inconsistent, ridiculous. like we said, inconsistent. Um, we're kind yeah. of uh, we're kind of running out of time here. Um, one thing um, that was that was kind of thrown in here. Um, our, our, because he's an ex-Leaf, our boy uh, Phil Kessel um, has—he's on an Ironman streak of eight hundred. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching games. the Yotes game the other 850. day. Eight hundred and fifty. He was wow. on a game eight fifty-six or eight fifty-seven, and they're like, "This guy is just an Ironman." I'm like, "What?" And you remember? Phil? You, it's 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 Phil! it's so like he obviously after in Toronto he went to Pittsburgh and got the success, but. It, it was just the timing was off when he was here because he was here to score goals and that's it. He was their top one of our, he was a top goal scorer. And he did that. And he did it ex- exactly did. by himself. Exactly. And, and you know, at the time it was a frustrating few years for Leaf fans. You put a lot of pressure on Phil to do more than he was supposed to do. You wanted him to be, you know, a, a, a better two-way player. You wanted him to, to dangle. And not set, that but that's not well, him. he was kind of – he had kind of a little bit of a like a bad attitude some games too, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, but you know what? He's the support piece, right? He'd be like equivalent to the Nylander of today. Absolutely. The Nylander does not do what Phil did, no. I feel. Anyways, no. Phil was so much more effective. Phil, Phil, was, they, Phil they, was more consistent they basically, than they went out and got, Let's trade Phil they for went Nylander. Out and got Phil <laughs> and made Phil our guy, but Phil should have just been the supporting piece like. Yeah. Yeah. When he goes to Pittsburgh and win cups, yeah, he, he yeah, looks amazing I, when he's I think playing was, with a good center. Yeah, he was more consistent than what Nylander. Nylander scored two goals one game, and then you won't see him for Oh, I wouldn't even compare the two. I think Phil no. was unreal, and Nylander is just, yeah. I just, we all, yeah, you know what I think. We all miss We Phil. would be laughing right now if he's if putting up Phil, Phil numbers here. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> he would be sniping from the top of the circle like he always used. That wrist shot. It was beauty. Dude, flying down the wing. Just oh, beep. the best off the post and in. With, with, that, oh, just a with that homemade uh, uh, stick grip that he uses the hockey tape for that everyone started to do. Oh, yeah. Was, I, used hot to, I, I, I did, I did it, man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, so um, uh, th- we have we have more that we can get to, but we can obviously save them for another episode. There's a bunch of stuff we want to talk about, but uh, we're running out of time here. We want to jump to our good guy of the week. And... Um, for 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 all three of us, it's kind of a no brainer. Um, the past couple of weeks, this guy has been um, this guy has been a huge part of our team. We kind of alluded to it before. Um, anybody want to take crap? Good guy of the week. Who's our good guy of the week? 
Well, I think it's pretty obvious who this guy is. He went legend four games ago. <laughs> oh, God. Just looking like the Jay Spezza of 08, 09, 10. Woo, buddy was on fire. Yeah. Jason Spezza, man, doing it all. Winning draws, just sniping Gs, making plays. And being fastest guy on the be, ice. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's yeah. unreal. Being, unreal. Uh, being consistent is, is the thing with him. He's He's played... You know, he plays anywhere from 10 to 12, maybe sometimes 13 minutes a night. Uh, he doesn't need to play more than 12, 13 minutes, and he is a force on our team. He's a guy that you want to yeah, have. And, and you can tell all the boys love him, too. Like, when he when he uh, got the hat trick, they were going nuts. Well, it, Every yeah, time he they love him. He's the fastest guy on the ice <laughs> most games. Like, yeah. he's, he's still got his legs on him. Of what, 37 years old? Yeah. yeah. The guy could fly, man. And he's and, like if and that patented clapper, like when oh, he sets up near that, all. Dude. I love that goal when he scored the first goal. I, for, yeah. I forgot about the, the third goal. I didn't forget about it, but it just you know crossed my mind. I even had it on my notes in like capital letters, Spezza, oh my God, what a goal. <laughs> like For yeah. his third goal, but it, it was insane. Yeah, he had a really good last and he, he's, be, he's been good all year to be honest he's yeah, been he's, good all year it's just great because now he's on his hometown team too and obviously you yeah. can tell that he's, he's loving it he's loving it he's happy to be here and something of note that they talked about in in the broadcast that uh jason spezza has said that the the that kyle dubas but he was said he was very happy with kyle dubas bringing in the guys that he did because mm -hmm. it's he says it, it has changed the culture inside the dressing room Guys are a lot happier. Guys are joking with each other. Guys are telling stories. And and I think that's a big difference in this year in this team. It's building team chemistry, and it'll show on the ice. If you're enjoying yeah. each other's company when you're not on the ice, it's going to spill over to your actual games and, and your practices. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and you almost feel like in the past couple of years, like the money thing, like people were like, oh, I should be making his money kind of thing and all this. I don't, I, we don't know this, but we like, don't know. It, almo right. it almost felt like there was like a disconnect in the room or, or something like guys were gelling together or something, but you can see by the way they're playing. It seems like everyone's getting gone. But now you have, you, know? you have Joe Thornton there who, who's going to mess with Joe Thornton. No one. You yeah. have Wayne Simmons there, or if you look at him funny, he'll drop you. You have um, <laughs> you have a guy like uh, you even have a guy like Travis Boyd who just has he's won a cup so yeah. he knows what it's Bogosian you have Brody all Brody Bogosian I'm a have, big fan of Bogosian this year I'm not gonna lie yeah and he hasn't and I love not seeing like not noticing him that much because he shouldn't be noticed he he should yep, just be exactly. doing his job like yep. he's supposed to so um, mm -hmm. you know Spezza is is. He's our good guy of the week because of how he's played and what he brings to the team each night in and night out. Um, he is, for me, he is the glue that really does hold this team together, both on and off the ice. The boys love him. Uh, they look up to him. He is the last remaining player in the NHL uh, from that uh, Stanley Cup run that Ottawa had back in the early 2000s. Uh, every wow. single Ottawa Crazy. senator is not in the NHL anymore except for him. So... He's playing with That's a bit crazy. of he's playing with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He wants to get back. Um, you know, uh, he saw Dallas go to the final after leaving them last year, um, and he you could tell he's just itching for it too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. And I think the boys want it too. And yeah, I think they can tell just after these this first quarter here. 
sit in first place, not only in the division, but the entire NHL. Yeah. They have a chance to do something special here, baby. That's what I'm and they sure. all feel it. I know they do. Yeah. They're loving it. I love it. They're loving it. And and it's And we're loving we're it. We're loving it. We are. We uh, are. it's it's a it's a season where where everyone is 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 playing for the logo on the front and not the name on the back. And it really looks like this is a different kind of team this year. Um, we feel really good, especially after this Montreal game, because we knew how big this game was for this team. And they came out, and even though they didn't have their best game, like we were saying, they still pulled it off. So you yeah. can't sign up a good team. Yeah, sign up a good team. Yeah. So you you can't. I think. Uh, yeah, you can't be upset about that. I think the boys love uh, playing for Kiefer too. I don't know. It just feels that way. Well, he's, like a, they're, he's they're a playing different. Keith was a form. He was a former he's a player. players coach. He's a players coach. He he wasn't a he wasn't a big point getter when he was playing. He was more of a rough and tumble type. Yeah, of guy. it doesn't have an ego and or anything. Yeah, he was just you a know? guy that you know he got he he probably not afraid to speak his mind. I don't think he's yeah. much of a yeller. You don't see him yell a lot. Um, but he has different ways of motivating this team. And like we have said in the past, you can't yell at players of this generation anymore you gotta have, find no. different ways to motivate them and it looks like he yeah he's a modern day coach absolutely yeah, yeah. And he's doing good yeah. so we're we're excited for this team um they have uh, uh, a bit of a stretch here uh with a couple games in the next couple days versus uh montreal and then three straight versus ottawa which we ex- Ooh, we we expect yeah at least at least a point each game versus ottawa um and you know the the important thing here for the Leafs is don't take them lightly. You 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 know that they're not yeah. a very good team, and the worst thing you can do is take them lightly because they're still an NHL team. Um, yep. Montreal's going to come out flying on Saturday night. You got to believe it because they know how important it is to get those points. So the Leafs are going to be prepared, and I don't I don't doubt that they uh, that they will be. So the, they'll they'll be good to go. So um, good week, another good episode, another good Solid showing week. from our boys. Uh, we're very excited yep. for them to uh, continue to press on and ride this wave of momentum. We'd like to thank you again for joining us here on Chasing Stanley. And stay safe out there. And, boys, as always, go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go, baby. Go Leafs, go, baby. Woo!